0: how's going everybody and welcome to episode 165 of master my garden podcast now this week's episode we're looking at what we can sow in the month of march and i suppose other gardening jobs that we can do so the different types of sewing sewing modules sewing outside uh, which we won't actually do any of um you know planting getting ready any of that sort of stuff and we'll go through all of that and am going to try and do this on the early part of the month for the next few months and that'll give people a good guide as to you know as to what they should be doing Uh, just so you all know the the grow your own food course that I'm working on have it I suppose the first six uh, modules are recorded now uh, going through a little bit of editing process and putting them together and hopefully have it ready for release in a few weeks time so just to give you an an idea or an outline of what it's going to be so it's a grow your own food course covering vegetables fruit and herbs and, as I say, six modules ready to go straight away. there'll be another one recorded, depending on whether at the end of the month when we'll start doing the you know the planting out of transplants uh, and that part of it, then there'll be another one after that, which will be kinda your harvest and you know follow on plantings that will give you cropping through the end of the year, and then another one for a tour twer- later on in the year for i suppose ensuring you have food right through the winter period because again we don't want to get our beds set up in the springtime which is what a lot of us do get our beds set up fill them with vegetables then harvest them and then that's it until next year so we want to get a bit of longevity out of this and that's what the course will teach you the other modules then added afterwards but initially it's going to take you through a full year period and as I said it's nearly ready to go thought I'd have it you know a lot sooner than this but that's the way it'll be there. It'll be there for, for next year and going forward as well. And I think it will be useful for everyone. But for today, what we're going to look at is, you know, what we can be sowing and what I'll be sowing and, and so on. As I say, we did this last year as well, but it does change from year to year. And this week we've seen our first kind of really cold snap since since Christmas. We've had a little little bit of kind of touches of frost here and there, but this week, I suppose there was a lot of talk about potential snow. There was some some days, well, one day, I suppose, of heavy rain, followed by a day of, of cold. And, you know, that, that means that the ground temperature are very, very low. We're we're looking at frosts at night and, and a wind as well. So the temperatures, while they're not as bad as, I suppose, last week, they were talking about quite heavy snow in certain areas, and I don't think any area in Ireland has got that. But in general it it is quite cold at the moment and certainly we're we're not in a position to do any sowing you know even though seed packets will say sow outside in february march we're not in a position to do that yet so what we're looking at now is what we can be sowing to get into the ground in march time and you know as i say uh, seed packets will tell us to get out and start sowing but Again, and I kind of am harping on about it as I'm actually even annoying myself. I'm saying it that often, but I can't stress how important it is to understand your own area. And yeah, it, it is. It is quite cold, and certain areas will be a little bit ahead, and so on. But for the majority of us, what we're going to be sowing now is either going to be sowing into module trays for going outside, or seed trays to go, or you know, cell trays to go outside. Uh, the plant outside you know in a month's time or six weeks time or it's going to be for in modules to get planted into your polytunnel or your greenhouse or you're going to be sowing in trays on heated beds so we'll talk about kind of the different areas of what we we can do so firstly for sowing into module trays and these are you know seed trays module trays and again i'll be talking about sowing little enough and not huge amounts of anything and the ones we can sow in module trends for, for planting outside later on are spring onions. And again, you're going to multi-sow those. You can do leeks and again you can multi-sow them. So a couple of a couple of seeds in the same in the same cell. Uh, lettuce, again, you can do small amounts, maybe, you know, depending on the size of your family, three or four of, of those, and do this quite regularly. This won't be a fortnightly or you know every kind of three weeks. You'll, you'll do this kind of a sowing. Uh, spinach, cabbage, and that's early cabbage. You're generally looking at the pointy types here and the early ones. You will get some round heads that are early, but typically you're looking at the pointy ones at this stage. Uh, calabrese or broccoli, um, you know, which is the, what we call the, the green head of broccoli here. Uh, that's calabrese. Cauliflowers, again, you're looking at the early maturing ones. I uh, have broad beans, good news, I have actually sowed the broad beans now at this stage uh, after years of putting it off so we'll see how we go with those i have already sowed onions but i am going to sow more so i have a lot of quite a lot of onions so because i find you know they're just one that you can sow a lot of you can get a good harvest keep them and then you can almost get uh, last year i got quite close to getting the, the kind of 12 months of onions from from a you know, from a sowing using a combination of, of seeds and winter sets and spring spring planted sets. And I was almost able to get a full year of, of onions, uh, which is something that I'm kind of trying to hit this year. Uh, so with that in mind, in terms of onions, I have the autumn onions planted since before Christmas and I have some onions sown. I will sow more from seed and I also have Onion sets, which will go into the ground towards the end of the month, once the temperatures start to rise a little bit. Also, um, you know, I, I expect by kind of this, the third, maybe the fourth week of the month, that I'll be I'll be sowing planting those onion sets and actually shallots in sets as well and garlic. Again, garlic I have autumn planted garlic in the ground, and I'm going to be putting in some spring stuff as well. Other seeds that we can be sowing to go outside include celery, um, leeks I think I mentioned already and that's going to be you know, multi-sowing. So they're all ones that we sow little, little amounts of and get them ready to, to go out into our beds in a month or six weeks time depending on the weather. Um, then for again planting into module trays, to, for me might be the same for everyone, You can, some of these can go outside But for me, I'm going to sow these into module trays to plant into the tunnel. And I'm talking about things like, uh, predominantly herbs here, actually. So I'm going to do parsley, probably dill, coriander, uh, basil, I won't do yet. It's still a bit cold and dill, again, a small amount of those. um, Actually for, for dill, I'll only be doing probably one or two plants. Uh, Coriander I'll do a little bit more of and that will become a regular enough sowing about once a month and they'll all be going into the tunnel uh, rather than outside. Celery I mentioned I'll be doing a sowing of that and planting into the tunnel but I'll also be doing a sowing of it to go outside and again they're in module trays. Out from that then some ones that I be that be sowing, I've somebody's done already. Aubergines, peppers, chilies. I went a bit, little bit earlier with tomatoes this year, so I have some tomatoes in. Even though there's no no real hurry on you here, I know there's loads of people have tomatoes now, three and four inches tall already, and certainly here for me, I I, I don't want to be at that stage yet. It's just too early for for me and and my tunnel and my area. So I have tomatoes in. Uh, but all of those would need to be on, on heat or inside in your house at the start. So your, your aubergines, peppers, chilies, tomatoes definitely need heat at the start. Um, so if you're in a polytunnel or a greenhouse or if you're inside, just make sure that they're they're quite warm because they do need a good bit of, of temperature, and heat to get them germinated initially. Um, then I'm going to do some direct sowing into the tunnel. Um, I have some already done. Although, I don't think there's going to much happen with that because it is cold snap now. As I mentioned several times, the sides of my tunnel are open with, with uh, net sides, so it's quite cold in there. Uh, but I will direct sow beetroot, turnips, uh, as in white turnips, really small amounts of these now. Uh, beetroot i do a good bit of, but turnips a small amount, radish a really small amount. And carrots I've sowed quite a few of, uh, and I'll do more in the tunnel. So that's That's what I'm at. If you're working with beds outside, you can do your beetroot into module trays for planting outside as well um, Turnips and radish I wouldn't you know you get you get them quick enough from from direct sowing into the ground once the temperatures come up enough And um, what else will I be doing this month in terms of planting and sowing? I suppose uh, flowers I'll do a lot of sowing of flowers again I won't do it well, I'll do it probably in a week's time or once this, again, once this cold snap has passed. And it'll be a lot of the flowers that I'll be using through the veg beds, around the tunnel, around the entrance to the tunnel, uh, as you enter the tunnel, all of that. So again, what I'm looking to do is increase the the flowers all around the tunnel, all around my food growing areas. And that's going to attract in the beneficial insects, the ladybirds, hoverflies, uh, wasps later on in the year. And they're all going to help with the, well, with a few things, with pollination, with the, I suppose, the clearing off of, of green fly when they arrive at some point during the year. And they're obviously going to look good as well. we will have some good flowers from those. And, you know, quite a lot of things that you can sow. And there's a, there's more that I'll be doing later. But for now, it'll be coneflowers, cosmos, cornflower, uh, nasturtiums, echinacea, sunflower, sweet pea. I've some sweet pea done already. Um Zinnias, agilias. I have native primulus which I'm sowing to put into the into the wildflower meadow. So the wildflower meadow, which I cut in October, there looks to be a nice amount of flower coming this year. But there's certainly patches in it that are not flowered. There's also other areas that certainly have a bit of scotch in it. So I have a little bit of work to do there. So I get in, get all that scotch out where I can. It's going to be, I suppose digging and raking it out as much as possible uh, I have a lot of bulbs in there so i have to be quite careful they're flowering now but there's not much of an impact from them to be honest because they haven't i suppose they haven't uh, started to naturalize really yet they're only there either one season or two seasons so they're just singular flowers and don't look that impressive yet but they will uh, over time as they start to naturalize and create chunks i also have some um a bunches of snowdrops that are planted in different areas around the garden and um, what i'm actually going to do with all of those bunches they're they're lovely but again there's not much of an impact from them because they're dotted here and there so i'm actually going to lift all of those now um, and i'm going to split some of them and i'm going to plant all of them into the meadow so again looking to naturalize this and increase the color going into next year particularly i hope to see a lot more a lot more flower in there but the native primula that i got that one needs it needs a, a sort of a period of cold to get it to flower a little bit like I have also got my hands on some yellow rattle seed that has just come out of a freezer and essentially that now can be because it has got the cold treatment it tricks the seed into thinking now is the time to grow. So we can actually I can actually sow that now directly into the meadow. Hopefully get a bit of rain after I sow it and I get yellow rattle coming in straight away this year. That's the plan anyway. I also have got quite a, a nice mix of native annuals to stitch into that and hopefully increase the, the impact on the colour of it this year. Looked really good last year, but again, as I say, I have patches in it that are not so good. And obviously the annuals that were in it last year will have died out a little bit. So I'm looking to increase the the, the colouring in it for, for this year. Um, for any of you that are... For any of you that are... You know, talking about some uh, snowdrops, for any of you that are still looking for snowdrops, now is the ideal time. You can still buy them in the green in a lot of places. You know, you know the likes of Altamount plants, very good for it. And in the green means that the bulbs are there with nothing, only the green stalks up on top. And that's perfect for planting out at this time of the year. So if you're looking to naturalise an area, this is the perfect time to do it. And as I say, that's what I'll be doing, adding, adding those into the into the meadow at this stage. Um, and then the flowers that'll be sown. Uh, I think I mentioned a week or two ago that I wouldn't be sowing any first early potatoes, but through some miracle, I have uh, got a double delivery this week of seed potatoes. So my potatoes for going outside will be um, all blight free varieties. And I have carolus is one, sarpo axona is another, and vitabella is another. Um, so basically what happened was I pre-ordered potatoes which I knew I had done um back in the last year and there was no sign of them coming so I actually had a look just back through emails and I could see where there was an email saying we have received your order but there was no there was no charge on my card so and there was no order confirmation uh, so I assumed that my order hadn't actually gone through for some reason or other, and I reordered, and this week, both deliveries arrived. To my surprise, though, the one that I did a pre-order on contained uh, Red Duke York, which obviously is an airy potato, and I said a couple of weeks ago that I probably wouldn't be planting any airies, but now I'm going to, and that's going to go go into the tunnel. So I'm going to go in with Duke York, or Red Duke York, should I say, into the tunnel um, again in a couple of weeks' time, And that, hopefully I can get a crop out quite quickly with those and that I'll have them out. Well, I won't have them out before the tomatoes, but I'll have them out, you know, before the tomatoes start to get, you know, quite big and and quite mature. I don't really want potatoes and tomatoes into the same tunnel for blight reasons, but I reckon I'll have them gone out of there in time. So that's that's the plan. So anyway, uh, I have a double helping of potatoes. So I definitely don't have space for them all don't need them all either so i'm gonna to have to find a home for those but again all while well, will be going outside which i won't plant it'll be into april i think not sure exactly when again depends very much on the weather but april time main crop potatoes all all going to be blight free varieties and they'll be going out uh, as i say april time and for now it's going to be red duke of york into into the into the tunnel um, I suppose other jobs for me still to do I have a couple of borders to clean up, I have um, that's kind of, not urgent but needs to be done I suppose, they, they look dreadful at the moment and they do need to be cleaned up and, and, and get ready for the, for the season ahead, the meadow as I say needs needs a bit of attention a bit of sewing going on there uh, and then there's some other beds that still need a bit of work and a bit of a bit of a revamp but in general on the food growing side I'm, I'm right on top of things. I have all the no dig beds done. Um, again that's covered quite comprehensively in the, in the course. Food, uh, fruit crops are in, There's a lot of new fruit gone in, raspberries, autumn fruit and summer fruiting. Um, apples, pears, plums and so yeah lots, lots done, kind of a little bit in some in some areas well ahead of myself this year which is good. Tunnel is in good shape, it's clean, it's tidy, it's ready for it's ready for uh, action and lots of crops still coming out of it actually so loads of spinach in there, spring onions, lettuce, um, two different types or three different types of lettuce actually um, so I've Anna-Lea Butterhead, again hasn't at all been affected by the, the weather which I'm, or the cold, which I'm very surprised at, but it's still giving beautiful lettuce every day. Um, the green oak leaf lettuce, a red oak leaf lettuce. There's um, broccoli, which very interestingly is, I'm getting little little sprouts off those and the actual plant that I'm taking the sprouts off at the moment, and I'm not talking about a lot or a big harvest, but enough for what we need. Uh, once or twice a week, just three plants that have been in the tunnel now, for heading for three years. All I do is keep them watered, feed them occasionally, and it, it just keeps sprouting. And because it, because I'm taking the... The, the sprouts all the time it's not getting a chance to go to seed it's trying to go to seed all the time and i think this year it'll probably just get too woody and just will eventually uh, go to seed but it hasn't at all yet um, because i just keep harvesting the really small you know sprouts off of it all the time and they're, they're delicious they're tasty and so that's that's a way of doing it as well i have a bit of kale in the tunnel um, there is herbs obviously in there and so there's lots still there and it's still giving, you know, giving all through the winter. So buy cabbage outside. Um, last of the leeks just finished up, finished the last of our onions as well. So yeah, getting to the stage where you know you're you're getting something all year round, and that's that's what we're aiming for. So there are the jobs on the on the food and garden side the lawn, I suppose anyone that has lawns have got quite mossy over the over the winter, so if you can give them a scarify. You know, you can treat them with, um, you know, bacteria products then to to take out the moss. The only thing, though, you don't want to start with, if you have a really high percentage of moss, you probably need to scarify it first and then use the, the fertilizer um, with the bacteria in it that will, I suppose, do two things. It will tiller the grass, which means the grass or the lawn will grow um, tiller out at the base, ticking out at the base, in other words, um, because what you don't want to do is you don't want to take out that moss and then just have this space there because all that's going to happen is the moss will reoccupy it as quick as you as you as you take it out so basically what you need to do is get out your moss but then you need to make sure that the lawn recovers and grows tillers out covers in that space so there is no space for the moss to come back initially anyway it will eventually come back just given given the climate and so on so get at that but if you have a high level of moss as in 30% plus moss which a lot of lawns in Ireland do then initially you do need to scarify or get some of that out of there before you can go in with your kind of bacteria treatment and there's obviously you can still use your weed and moss killers and you know those type products so there is there's lots of ways of getting your, your moss out but initially what you're looking to do anyway is reduce the level that you have and give the lawn a chance to grow back into that space uh, don't cut too tight at this time of the year to kind of keep it a little bit you know keep it tidy because it does get a little bit untidy looking at this time of the year but just give it a little trim at this time of the year and it keeps it looking nice but don't go too short that's the main thing and uh, yeah that's um, pretty much the jobs that I'll be at uh, cold weather has I suppose slowed things a little bit but that is not unexpected at all it's typical for March we can still get you know, between now and the end of the month, we can still get lots of different types of weathers as the same march of many weathers. So we can get, um, you know, temperatures. I, I remember one St. Patrick's Day a few years ago, where two or three days before St. Patrick's Day, we had 17, 18 degrees, really, really warm for the time of year, obviously. And Patrick's Day itself then was down quite cold at, you know, around zero, really, really cold. And in the space of a few days, we had a huge swing. And that's what we need to watch out for we need to watch out for that with our seedlings even ourselves with our sowing because if you have seedlings and they get that temperature like that over over a couple of days they'll be growing they'll be looking to grow they'll be thinking it's springtime, and then all of a sudden you can get this cold snap so it's up to us to kind of be vigilant to that keep an eye on it move slowly for the next few weeks and then once we get to the end of the month we can start really ramping things up um yeah so that's pretty much this week's episode again thanks for listening until the next time Happy gardening.